Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. Glenn Pickering, the Relationship Doctor. In this series of episodes, I've been talking about anxiety, why we have it, how we manage it, and things we can do long-term to actually be less anxious. Now, being anxious, understand, is not a bad thing in and of itself. Anytime that we're living into our calling, we're stepping outside our old comfort zone. Now, by definition, that means we are uncomfortable, which is to say, anxious. So, it's okay that we struggle sometimes with anxiety. That will happen when you're busy living into your true calling. But, you don't want to let that anxiety stop you either, which is why the first episode in this series I talked about the importance of correctly naming and understanding that feeling so you don't get stuck there. In the second episode, I talked about using your calling or your vision as a guide to your present decisions and about the importance of being present in order to do so. That way, you won't get overwhelmed. In the third episode, I warned you not to believe the lie that you have to accomplish that vision by yourself. The truth is, one, that you are literally surrounded by people who can and want to be of help to you, and two, that growing into your vision will require that you grow in your ability to see and embrace your teammates, that that's part of you growing into your best self. Now, in today's fourth and final episode, I want to talk about a type of anxiety that is particularly debilitating and totally avoidable. I'm talking about the times when we get anxious about being anxious. I'll use myself as an example. I've always known that I was born to be a teacher. Despite my obvious limitations, my social anxiety, my autism, my discomfort with large groups, to name a few, honestly, on the face of it, my calling seems ridiculous. But I've always known that I was called to be a teacher. Now, one time years ago, I was at a conference on short-term therapy. It was led by Bill O'Hanlon, who was truly just a master teacher. He taught like I wished I could. He wasn't all awkward and stiff up there. He, it's like he was just having a conversation with us. Not a smart conversation, you know, a well-organized conversation, but still just a very smooth, easy, I'm just here talking with you today. It's amazing. I wish so badly I could be just like that. And I worked up my courage, and I talked to him for just a minute afterwards, after pretty much everybody else had cleared out, told him I thought he was really great, and that I wished I could talk just like him. And he just looked a little confused and said, well, thanks. And I went back to my desk and was gathering up my stuff, getting ready to go. And he came up behind me, and he said, it's, it's Glenn, right? I said, yeah. He said, Glenn, the person who was supposed to give me a ride to the airport's not able to, and I wonder if you could give me a ride to the airport. <laughs> God shows up in the weirdest ways, right? So, I got a chance to talk to him on the way to the airport. I told him about what happened to me when I tried to teach. I'd get up on stage, the adrenaline would hit me, my heart would start beating hard, my breathing would come shallow, and I would start thinking, oh my God, it's happening to me. And I was just, just stuck or almost paralyzed. And he listened very carefully, asked some great questions, and then at the end he said, Glenn, the problem is not that you get anxious. It's that you get anxious about being anxious. He said, well, I go up on stage, I have that same thing, I have the adrenaline kicking in me, I have my heart beating faster, I can feel my breathing shifting, and I think, great, I wouldn't want to go up on stage without that energy, it would all come across so flat. So, he helped me to understand, stepping out of my comfort zone, being up there talking, like any of us when we step outside of our comfort zone, the anxiety that that created was natural and not a problem. Being anxious about it, however, actually was creating a problem for me, a serious problem. So I had to change my thinking. I had to think like Bill, 
instead of that heart beating and adrenaline coursing through my body, making me think, oh my God, it's happening to me again, I need to think, okay, I'm ready. Now, it's the same reason I talked a few episodes about replacing our what-if fears with I-will plans. Like, what if Aunt Martha gets drunk at our Christmas party? Instead of thinking, well, of course she will. She always does. So, what will we do? Should we talk to Uncle John? Should we just give her a chance to lay down? How should we handle that? And in the instant of going from my what-if fear to I-will plan, I am not anxious. Instead of allowing ourselves to get anxious about a potentially anxiety-provoking situation, we just make a plan. See, Bill O'Hanlon had a plan. He thinks, of course, I'm going to get pumped up when I get up there on stage, and I'm going to use it instead of being afraid of it. That's a plan. It's a great plan. I had a client once who was going into a potentially anxiety-provoking day-long meeting, one that he might not be able to leave if he did start getting anxious. So, of course, he was getting anxious ahead of time about being anxious. So I asked him to get an anti-anxiety prescription from his pharmacist. He'd carry those pills in his pocket all day, the whole day, so that he knew he would never have to feel like he was trapped. And knowing that helped him to quit being anxious about being anxious. Of course, he never did have to use those pills, right? See, if we're serious about becoming our best self, we will sometimes be anxious. That's a given. But we never have to be anxious about being anxious. That's just the thing we do to ourselves. And we can stop that instantly by thinking differently, or by having a plan, or by focusing on caring for others instead of so much on ourselves, or staying present to what's actually happening in that moment, which will always be a miracle. Hmm. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this Relationship Rescue podcast, please follow us on Apple or Spotify to get instant access to all the new episodes as soon as they're released. And remember, anytime that you have a story to share, a question for me, or a topic that you would like me to cover on this show, feel free to email me at glenn at drglennpickering.com. It's as simple as that. I look forward to hearing from you. You take care.